This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. You deserve to treat yourself. So, turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan Get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans, starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber Teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Having a pretty good jaw day today. Good. Yeah, pretty good. So for those that have been listening, for some reason I grind my teeth so hard at night that I wake up and I can't open my mouth. I got one of those little machines now, but I have a pretty good jaw day. Maybe you didn't grind that hard last night. Could that maybe be didn't, it? Maybe you didn't sleep, sleep that, that good. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of like give it. take, you know? Good. Uh, but we're glad you're here. Coming up, Miranda Lambert. Coming up, Brett Eldridge. We got a good show today. Let's get started. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, our video editor, editor, he's becoming a crazy plant person. Something I thought I'd never say about my friend who loves gardening and plants. Love it. He did a whole Instagram with like, look at me water plants. I was like, you're <laughs> so lame. Here he is. Producer Eddie, everybody. Guys, October just isn't pumpkin spice month. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. So I'm asking Bones, is it okay if I do a Spanish word of the day for my fellow Hispanics out there? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's 
Okay, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. The word of the day is vaquero. Vaquero. That means cowboy. Now let me use that in a sentence. Vaquero, take me away. Mm, a sentence song. Yeah. yeah. You know, people are going to remember that word because of how you used it there. Okay. Meaning in a song. Like, I don't know that I'll ever forget vaquero. No. That's the whole point. And sometimes I go to the bathroom in a Mexican restaurant, and I'm like, which one's men? And I see the word vaquero, <laughs> and I still don't know. Cowboy. But I do know now that you went vaquero, take me. That's good. You will never walk in the wrong bathroom again. I still might. <laughs> well, I think that isn't the other option like senorita? No, yeah. maybe. And I'm like, is that me? <laughs> and she's wearing a dress, I think. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yes. All right, Eddie. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Up uh, next. Oh, I'm just going to say this. Right, will you pull that down music down for one second? So we have somebody new on the show whose name is Lauren, and I, Lauren and I were talking the other day, and I said, hey, can you help me write some things about all these show members? I know them so well. I don't know what I've said over and over about them. So she wrote me a list, and I know all this stuff, but it's funny to hear someone's perspective, and she's basically turned this into a roast, and it's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to say, I didn't, I thought she was just going to like say some facts that maybe I haven't said about you guys in a long time, yeah. and I'm reading these, and I LOL'd. And so just know, I'm going to credit Lauren for writing these, I didn't even use the harsh one for Eddie. He goes two sports podcasts, but knows nothing about sports, Eddie. Wow. So I mean, she—it's really a. It's you so, know, she's never. She doesn't say a lot of words. I know. That's why I'm so shocked by this. <laughs> okay, Ray, hit that music again. This is for lunchbox. Here we go. Uh, he. <laughs> Am I gonna have to, have to talk with her? It's just funny. Okay, uh, he's been on the show for what twelve years or so. What? You? Twelve years? Yeah. Like 19. Yeah, nineteen. <laughs> Holy crap. I just made that up. I thought it was 12. I didn't know it was 19. You got offended We've been that. on that long. 2003. Dear God. She didn't write that. I just thought it was like 12. All right. She wrote, well, you don't need the ticket to see he didn't win the Powerball. Just look at his outfit. Here he is. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> well, speaking of winning, guys, I avoided going to jail this past weekend when I was in Las Vegas. I was walking through the casino and I looked down. And I found a ticket. And so when you bet sports, they print out a ticket with your games. And someone had bet $500 on four different teams to win $6,000. And he hit every, the person hit every single game. And so I found a $6,000 winning ticket laying on the ground. Okay, so that's crazy. Bizarre. I wouldn't even look look at it. So I'm going to believe it if you took a picture of it. I got a picture of it. You have all the games and the all whole the thing. games. Uh, then I'll for sure believe it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, I saw the picture. That's crazy. It's real. Well, so what did you do? So we didn't get there yet. I just wanted to know before I indulged in this okay. story. It's real. There is a picture. Okay. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. So I put it in my pocket and I walked back over to the sports book and I was like, so let's say I found a winning. Hypothetically, yeah. <laughs> I said, what would yeah. happen? If I turned in a ticket that I found and got the money, and they're like, well, you could get in big trouble for that. You can? If you I, I don't find know, a ticket? I don't know if they were telling me the truth. And I was like, okay, thanks. And I walked away. And I was like, man, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't, like, if I try to cash this, are they going to swarm me? And they scared me enough at the sports book that I went back like an hour later and I said, oh, I found this ticket. It's not mine. But what? I, I don't. He just turned it in and say anything about it. He just said, okay, here we go. Boop, they run it and you get the cash. Because what are you supposed to do? It's almost like finding cash where you can't find the owner. This is like so the opposite of what he always no, no, says but, he would no, do. No, well, no, but here's I what asked, he did. He went nasty. I asked first because I wanted to know if I, if, I, if I hand this to him and they scan it. It wasn't about not, it wasn't about integrity. It was about you not having to hold soap, drop soap in prison. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and, here, and here's the crazy part. When I handed it to him and they ran the ticket, 
They go, oh, someone filed a claim on this one. Oh, oh. my goodness. Well, so they got it. Good for them. I, I don't know. I don't know how they find the person. I guess they can find the person, but they, someone, I don't know you can file a claim, but I did my investigating by asking them, and I was like, man. And so then I turned it in an hour later. and was How like, much was it worth? $6,000. We would have lost him. He would have gone to jail. I mean, that's a lot of money. I can't believe you just didn't turn it in and try to get away with it. Yeah, no, just shot. get the heck out of Dodge. But I, I know that there's a lot of security in the casino. <laughs> the there's cameras, cameras everywhere, yeah. so I had to ask first and then wow. wait an hour and debate internally with myself. And I went and had a drink at the bar and was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, do I turn this in? Like, I was sitting there Did going. Did you call anyone and, like, ask no, advice. no, no. You didn't want to let him put him in on the crime didn't in case want, you did it? Exactly. Didn't want to implicate anybody. I mean, I didn't even tell my wife. I was just like, man, this is crazy. I have $6,000 sitting in my pocket. <sighs> and I yeah, went, that's crazy. And I I wonder if you just cashed it and no one ever said anything and you would have really gotten away with it. Oh, and they have knows. to say that if someone's like, what if I found something? Yeah, I, I have no idea. But when they told me that, I was like, okay. Maybe you'll be rewarded now. Yeah. In heaven? Through karma. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say someone's going to write me a maybe. check. No. He wants a GoFundMe. <laughs> I mean, we could do a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe like, like, hey, like, look, I did a good really deed. Good. <laughs> you know, whenever people do good deeds, they put GoFundMes up. That would be nice, but I cannot believe it. I found a six. How do you lose a $6,000 winning ticket, first of all? Yeah, I know. Oh, they I probably lost it before they won. It probably just fell out, and I dropped Yeah, yeah, they probably lost oh. it before they won. I dropped a $100 chip, Yes. and a guy found it and said, oh, you dropped this. That was amazing. It, yeah. it, it, well, that's uh, a crazy story. Thanks for sharing that. Sorry, buddy. I mean, I'm his, still his mad. His hands are in his, it, 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 in his head right now. It was now. a devastating day for me. All right. Up next. How long have you been here? 18 years? 17 years? That, um, going on. 16 and a half, maybe? No time. Well, here's Amy's introduction. She's currently teaching her daughter how to drive, but can hardly drive herself. Here she is. Amy, everybody. <laughs> 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 this is hardcore. <laughs> this is so funny. This is my favorite thing. Okay. okay, so I just want to know what it's like to really love a sports team so much that it affects my day. I see what I know. You're probably like, no, you don't. You you don't ever want this. It's awful. You do like, want it. No, you want it. But I but I don't even have a hint of it. Mm-hmm. There's not a piece of me that cares. Why? What happened? Well, I was ran into a friend that, and this was one day. I guess the Steelers had a bad game. Last week, yeah, probably. like all every year. Game. Every game. Oh, <laughs> is that why it's been so terrible? It's been tough. It's been tough here. Yeah, and it was in the middle of the game. She was even wearing the jersey, and she had tears in her eyes. She was so emotionally affected by the game and just distraught. And I thought, I want to know what that feels like. I have that, like, in life, like, with people or that I care That's about. All, you, have things, you have things you're passionate but about. But a sports game? Oh, man. I... You know, I'm so invested. I just think it was the only consistent part of my childhood. And so I think that's why I'm so invested in it. Yeah, Unhe- I want that. Unhealthily, you don't. Is it too late, though? Can yeah. I form a bond with a team? Yeah. Yeah. Like, who do I pick? Come on in. The Cowboys are here. They'll break your heart every year. I mean, I am a Texas yeah, girl. Yeah, prepare to cry. Yeah, yeah prepare on. to cry. Join on. I joined this year, too. So, <laughs> all right. Well, good luck with that, Amy. Let us know who you pick. All right. And finally, hit me with that caller, Ray. He loves to root for those Arkansas hogs. When he exercises, he hates to go jogs. He's got two dogs, Dan Lee and Eller, and most would say he's a pretty swell feller. Introducing Bobby Moe! Thank you. That is Jerry from Kentucky. On the show last week, we talked about Amy taking the hottest shot ever, and I have had this sitting here. We haven't got to it yet, but it's the Little Nitro, the world's hottest gummy bear. No. And it was sent to us by Ricky Hollister, who listens on KTOM in California. And it says here, consumer beware, this is not your ordinary gummy bear. 
from Flamethrower Candy Company comes the next experience for those who seek the heat. Lil Nitro has been infused with our signature 9 million chili extract, making it 900 times hotter than a jalapeno no. pepper. No. no. Oh my Do you God. dare no, eat this fiery gummy bear? No, I don't we dare. don't. Mail it back to... What would it take? Who? Would anyone... Okay. I like it. The listeners. Come on, lunch. Send it back. I'm listening. I mean, we could do like an auction where I go, okay, who'll do it for 20 bucks? And nobody says it. Okay, 30. And we, or I start high and then we see who, like, you know, we could. Uh, how high? How high? But yeah, I'm making we'll a sign piece of paper that if you yell, help me like Amy did and you die, I ain't leaving the show. Like, we're not canceling the show. <laughs> you know? So it's just something. I, who would be up for just hearing about an opportunity? Okay. An opportunity. That would include eating this for a prize. Me. Lunchbox. Okay. It depends. Morgan, Morgan you're, he- you're poking your head up. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. I just want to know if you're thinking about it. You have to. I'm definitely thinking I'll about it. I'll think about it. Okay, I'll think about it depending on the dollar amount. That's okay, what that's I'm all saying. it is. As okay. Ted DiBiase said, everybody has a price, right? Yes. So like, we're, you know, 10000 it's the the amount. You're out of your mind. Oh, how about, oh, how about, you, how about six thousand? You're out. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking lots for, of zeros. Well, I lost a sports betting slip that made six thousand bucks, <laughs> and so I did get that money. Um, we'll we'll come back to this later, okay? Uh, okay. Mm. A little nitro. Ray, would you want to do it or no? Oh, I'm definitely in. Oh, I know. Everybody was so happy to be a part. No, of we're not happy. It's I don't. Real life. Might be out. Real life gummy bear that could kill you. But let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Let's get started with the show here. <laughs> It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband and I live very close to his parents. So close that every time they come over, they bring their dog. They don't ask if they can bring her. They just say, we'll be over with, and they say the dog's name, soon. Now, I'm a dog lover. But this dog is not my favorite, especially when it comes to our home uninvited, makes our home smell like a dog, and often makes our home dirtier. I find that I enjoy the dog much more when she's at her home. But I'm annoyed with the dog and my in-laws when she's at our house. Now, we don't have a dog. I want one one day, but I don't like it. Does the show have any advice about how to bridge the conversation with my in-laws about asking before they bring the dog over? Signed, a daughter that's out of ideas. That's what, we haven't had one like this before. Mm-mm. Just no. You could always lie and say, "Hey, I think we're allergic to the dog." Oh yeah, that's good. I mean, that's an easy one because if you just if you literally just go, "I'm allergic to something," and it seems like every time the dog comes over, like I start sneezing like crazy. Can you come over a few times without the dog and let's see if I sneeze? Listen, I'm not a big proponent of lying unless it doesn't <laughs> hurt anybody. It hurts no one. And then dog comes over. It's like I think it was a dog because I don't sneeze at all. I think that's a pretty good one if you oh. feel like you want to go down the white lie route. Or do you start sneezing when the dog's over? Well, see, then you get to act. Yeah, that's you right. might not be a good actor. <laughs> you're you're relying on your your acting chops there. So you could say you might be allergic. You might be. You might be allergic to the dog. You could also just be honest and go like, "Hey, your dog's making our house dirty. Could you not?" That's tough though. Most people don't want to have that confrontational conversation. Because a healthy person would have that conversation. Yeah. But if we were healthy, we, we'd never be on this show, and then you would have already said that. Because <laughs> I think everybody knows you just have a normal adult conversation, but we don't do that, just generally. We try to find an easy way out. Less confrontation, the better. So you could, A is, hey, your dog's making our house dirty, but that's going to create even more conflict. It's going to be awkward. So that's one. Two is, I think I'm allergic to the dog. The next few times you come over, could you not bring the dog? And I want to see if I'm still so sneezy. Then after a few times, you go... Man, I love Poochie, but that's what it was. That's why I was getting so, 
So sneezy. <laughs> but then can you ever go over to their house anymore? Hey, hey cuts two problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so those would be my two options. Amy, do you have a more mature option? I mean, I'm going the mature route of having the conversation. It is your home. It's crazy to me. They just show up with the dog every single time and they never ask you. But then also it's your husband's parents, so make him do it. <laughs> Which... Though, because they are so just assuming they can do whatever they want, I think it's going to make it really awkward with them when you go, I don't want the dog over. I think that creates an environment that you're, it just reminds me of Everybody Loves Raymond. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're always going to live next to them. It's always going to be awkward. Uh, And eventually you're going to have to go, I'm sorry I was wrong to tell you not to bring the dog over. Yeah. (laughs) Eddie? She said, how do I bridge the gap? I'm with Amy on this. This is your husband's problem. Use him. He's the bridge. Have that communication. But, oh, man, I like your acting gig, too. I like I-, I like the whole allergy alibi. It's yeah. just a way for there to have the same result and not be no awkwardness between the family and and you. Problem is, I don't know if she said the breed of the dog, but some dogs are hypoallergenic. Uh, this dog ain't. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. Well, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> right away. Yeah. Lunchbox thoughts. It's easy, guys. You want a mature way instead of a welcome sign on the front door? <laughs> just put up a sign that said "No dogs allowed." That's oh. it. That way, when they show up the next time, they're going to see him and be like, oh, they don't want dogs here. They're not going to think it's I don't think gonna that's going to work. No, no, no chance. Of all the things that might work, that ain't it. Funny. That's funny, though. And it might bring up a conversation that sets ding, up ding, for ding. the no dogs, but I think that just sets up awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more of a tell a white like type of guy. Uh, well, good luck. We've not heard of that one before. I mean, you can always ask for the dog to make small changes, meaning like, hey, we're working on keeping this carpet cleaner. Would you mind wiping the dog's feet before they come in? Stuff like that. You can always ask yeah. to improve the dog's daily, you know, cleanliness. Okay. You could get a crate. Yes, and when, and when the dog over, be like, oh, in. we Are got you her kidding? a little. If I took my dog somewhere and they had a crate ready <laughs> for my dog, that would not be good. I thought the same thing. I'd, right take, Amy. I'd take a poop in that crate. <laughs> Just to be like, we ain't doing that. Well, I mean, it would solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, there are some ideas, daughter out of ideas. We gave you like five of them. Yeah. Try them all. Let us know which one works. <laughs> good luck. All right. Thank you for that email. If you want to email us, Morgan, what's the address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It is time for Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! We got five of them. Eddie, you're up first. Let's go. So the company Samsung, they realized that a lot of people like to hold their phones in their back pockets. So they created a robot and it's shaped like a butt. And the robot wears jeans and everything, and they put as soon as they develop a phone, they put it in the back pocket, and they're like, all right, robot, sit down. And if it crushes, they're like, start over. Well, if it crushes through one set, it wasn't a good phone anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. They've developed. <laughs> they even put jeans on the robot. That was pretty funny. Like an AI butt. Uh-huh. It sits. <laughs> you know, some of those phones, those Android phones, are really cool, and they work really well. But if I see someone with a green... If I text them oh, and it the comes text. green, I'm like, what a loser. Even yeah. though they're probably smarter than I am <laughs> using a phone that's way more dependable. Eddie, thank you. Yep. Number two, lunchbox. Mary Shelley was an author, and she used to keep her dead husband's heart in her writing desk. He had some weird heart condition when he was cremated. It didn't burn up, and so instead of burying the heart, she put it in her desk. Oh. She write Frankenstein. But they can also give her his heart. What year was this? What country is this? Uh, I think it was England. Oh. Yeah. And probably a long, long time ago? Can you long, just give somebody a heart? Yeah, I think if you request it. Stop. I no, mean, no, she didn't what? request it. They did the cremation, no, and I the know, heart but, didn't but, burn. But she's not doing the cremation. Is oh, she yeah. like, yo, guys, can I get the heart? 
Yeah, you get all the body back, whatever. Like if, you, if they like if you go pick up the ashes and they're like, well, here's the heart. It didn't burn. But I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's, the, here's the story here. Apparently she died in 1851. Oh, so they're probably just passing out organs. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different back then. And she did write Frankenstein. Okay. Good Mary, job. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Next up, Morgan, what do you have? Dr. Seuss, who wrote Green Eggs and Ham. Well, he wrote that book on a bet. His editor didn't believe he could write a book in 50 words or less. And so he wrote the book in 50 words or less. It's 50 words on the dot. That's pretty cool. I wonder what money he made from the bet and then what money he made from the book the he book. wrote because oh, of the bet. That's a good question. That's pretty good. He's, is he still canceled or no? I never I canceled Dr. Seuss. I don't remember. I just know for a second they were trying to cancel Dr. Seuss. And I was like, man, we've gotten to we cancel everybody. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Amy, what you got? Well, this is cool. Bob Marley gave credit on No Woman, No Cry to one of his friends who ran a soup kitchen to ensure that the royalty checks would keep the soup kitchen open. That's pretty cool. I knew that one. Yeah. And there are stories similar to this with other artists who've done it, even for their kids. Like, they put their kids on songs as well as one of the writers. Yeah. So they'll continue to be paid. In That's case awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And then finally, mine is about Elvis. Elvis once flew from Memphis to Denver and back in one night, which by the way is not crazy if you're doing a show, you fly over, you do a show, you come on back. But he went for something called Fool's Gold Loaf. It's an 8,000 calorie sandwich made from a hollowed out loaf of bread filled with an entire jar of jelly, an entire jar of peanut butter, and a pound of bacon. Okay. Elvis. And so he flew... <laughs> well, no wonder he gained all that weight. He flew over, he ate it, and he flew back. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think the flying over there and back is as crazy as that sandwich. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the fun fact. And that he woke up wanting that sandwich. I mean, it's a whole loaf, guys. They cut out the middle and they fill it with all peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and then a pound of bacon. It's unbelievable. I'm looking at it. Ugh, I hate peanut butter, but that's massive. Go. Well, that's Fun Fact Friday. Thank you. Fun Fact Friday. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's a teacher in Florida. Her name is Stephanie Brown. And back in 2019, she realized that some of her students in middle school couldn't afford a dress to the school dance. And it was just a regular old school dance. And it got her thinking like, wow, what happens to these girls later on when they get invited to homecoming or later on in life prom and they can't afford dresses? So she started to ask people in the community, do you have any dresses you want to donate? And she started Gowns for Girls, which is a grassroots organization that collects dresses from people. And now it's a whole thing. Like fast forward a few years later and she like saw a problem. She came up with a solution. Angie's helping the community. And so many moms have spoken up about how it just made their life so much easier because their daughters get a beautiful dress and they don't have to stress over buying one or not even having one at all. Yeah, they don't have to be embarrassed. I mean, yeah. Who was embarrassed wearing crappy clothes or yard sale or secondhand clothes or clothes that were too big for me as a kid? Man, to be able to have clothes and and it not to be an issue, not for something to people to celebrate you for, to be like, wow, you got the best, but just for it to be a non-issue is such a stress reliever as a kid who grows up without a whole lot. So that's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. Everybody knows, everybody loves Miranda Lambert. She has so many number one songs that make you want to punch a cheating man in the face. Am I right? Hey, or, yeah. shoot him, or shoot him with a shotgun. Yep. <laughs> However. Or, or drink some whiskey and then shoot him with a shotgun. Uh, she actually reached out and was like, hey, can I talk about animals? And we'll get to that. And she's on now. So we'll talk about her Vegas show. We'll talk about animals. And now here we go with Miranda Lambert. 
The Friday Morning Conversation with Miranda Lambert. Hey, Miranda, good morning. Good morning. I was at the airport and I was talking to your stylist and I'd just seen that jacket that shoots fire out of it. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, how does she not burn her? That was the real, the first question I asked. How does she not burn herself? Because do you have to hold your arms out wide to make sure you don't catch on fire? Yeah, and it's like the sparkler flame, so it's not real fire per se, but it is hot. So, like, you can run your hand through it. It won't burn you, but it's warm, if it makes any sense. They got all kind of new technology for fire, which is, works out for me because I like fire. <laughs> so you're saying if that got all over your shoe or clay, you wouldn't catch on fire? No. Oh. And, I mean, I have a lot of weave and hairspray, so I had to really make sure. <laughs> like, that could be real bad. <laughs> When, so, yeah, it was it's fun. And that thing weighs like 25 pounds. I'm not kidding. It's so heavy. Do you get out of that jacket quickly or do you perform a couple songs in it? Two songs. In a 25-pound jacket? Yeah. it's. I swear it probably weighs at least 20 pounds. It's super heavy. But it's worth it, you know? <laughs> it's worth it. We were, staying, we were staying across from the hotel that you do your residency in. And it is a massive banner with your face on it. It's like Miranda Lambert is here. What is the difference just in show to show with doing – is that show a lot easier? When I'm in Vegas, I'm always dehydrated. Or are there different elements that make it difficult to do that show? Or is it just all amazing? It's a lot, honestly. It, it was really fun. It was really different. I mean, I've been on a bus for 20 years. So driving in a car to work and then going back home was really an adjustment. <laughs> Um, well, we were there for a month and, you know, I've been to Vegas so many times and it's usually, like you said, a dehydrating three days of work and exhaustion. But this time we were there for a month and I sort of like, we outside the strip, real life happens. You just forget. (laughs) So, um, we kind of settled in really well. We rented a house and we just did normal life and then went to work. I mean, it is very dry. It is very hard to sing out there. I got tons of IVs and humidifiers and all that stuff it's just for sure an adjustment so i'm gonna tell everybody she's still doing some more dates for this tour the velvet rodeo the las vegas residency so go to mirandalambert.com for tickets at planet hollywood resort and casino she's got shows in november december march and april of next year and so that that show i'm assuming it's in a theater and it's a little more intimate so they get they're pretty close to you right it is. Like, every seat is a good seat, and I can see almost every face in there. Um, it's really cool. You know, being in a theater and being stationary, we got to do so much more production than we ever would have gotten to do. Like, any, I've never taken this much on the road because it's just a lot of logistics. And so um, having it stationary, I'm able to have, like, pyro and a lift and tons of lights. We have, like, 423 lights and lasers on the stage. So it's been really fun to like elevate what I've been doing for so long in this way. Do you look at faces? If I'm doing stand-up, I can't because if somebody's not laughing, even if I think it's funny, I'll just be like, well, everybody hates me. I will not continue. So I don't, I'll just look at <laughs> foreheads and top of heads. Do you look at faces when you perform? I do. Um, sometimes I, I read an article about Willie Nelson like 12 years ago and he said he tries to look every single person he can in the eye for the two hours or whatever he's on stage and it just hit me hard when I read that because it's easy to sort of escape and stare into the spotlight. But I think connecting is the point of what we're doing anyway. You know, the music is connecting us. And I just feel like, especially in this theater setting, I can see that their eyes so close to me, you know, and I think it's important for me to like thank them in that way, like 
for buying a ticket. I mean, especially Vegas, you know, it's expensive. It's flying out there and getting the, you know, babysitters and dinners and the cost of living and then buying tickets on top of that and then drinks. It's like, I know people kind of save for these moments and I appreciate it. I guess just looking them in the eyes of my other way of thinking them. Yeah, I'm a bad person because I look. Uh, she, she's like, I like to connect, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, but <laughs> if, but, you're, but, but stand up is like a whole different. That's so hard and so terrifying. It's a whole different ball game. If someone goes to the bathroom, I'm like, well, they're leaving because they hate me, and maybe they just had to pee or they have a bladder issue. So I, I can't. I'm very insecure, and you know, for someone like yourself that's very secure with your talent, it must be nice. I'll just say that it must be nice, Miranda. Believe me, I have my insecure moments. Uh, I figure out a long time ago you can't call in crazy insecure or lazy gotta go do the show so i've just kind of like try to you know sometimes i get up there and i'm like not in it for the like until right as i step on there like whatever's going on in my life you know normal life stuff and then the second i'm up there and i'm like the fans like bring me out of it they're like okay we're here we're doing this and then i just get back in the zone so they help me a lot on the hard days that's, that's why they love that's her. Awesome. That's why they love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also uh, reading a lot of the stuff that you're doing, helping out pets affected by Hurricane Ian. And listen, if there's one thing I think that you have done so consistently, I don't even want to say branding because it's not a branding thing. It is just your life and who you are. It is your constant work for animals. And so why specifically did this affect you so much that you wanted to raise money? That's why I was going to tell you. That's actually the reason I called today. I love talking about Velvet Rodeo, but I actually – asked last week if I could get on the phone with you for the animal reasons. Um, and what Mutt Nation does is always try to lift up, especially in natural disasters, we try to lift up the people that are doing the work to put their communities back together. And shelters are really hit by that, you know, and, and people are the most important thing, but our job is to make sure the animals are highlighted. So we're working with Naples Humane Society and Greater Good, who is transporting animals out so that there's room for animals that are displaced and just rebuilding, you know, there's supplies got ruined and medicines and food. And so we just, my nation's whole goal is to always be there for those shelters and those communities that need, but pets were affected too. And sometimes people forget. So we have a fundraiser going on on my socials um, on Instagram that you can donate just and every dollar goes, every single penny goes to, the Naples area and everybody affected for Ian. So I love that. It's really important to me. We'll we'll commit a thousand bucks to your your fundraiser right now. We'll go over after this interview. Well, thank you. Yeah, hey, listen, we're a big animal show. I'm obviously a huge animal guy, and it, again, it is just so consistent. Not even you just doing it publicly, but privately. You know, there's just so much that you're doing, and like I respect it more than anything. And you, as a person with animals, like love it. So we'll commit a thousand bucks to it. And our listeners that are listening, if you guys five bucks, ten bucks. If you can help out, again, these are real-life animals that need real-life help, just go over to Miranda's Instagram, and there, there's a little clicky link. and That's what they're called now, clicky links, yes, everybody, in case yeah. you didn't know. Hit the clicky link, <laughs> I love that. and you can donate. The problem, yeah, the problem that's, that is, like, in the very forefront besides Hurricane Ian is overcrowded shelters. Like, it's becoming a real problem across this country. They're just, I don't know if you've, if you've read about any of it, but it's just, it's a continuing problem. Owner surrenders and just animals so i'm just here on this morning show to give you a friendly reminder to consider adoption or foster and they're also very short-staffed a lot of these shelters and they're working 24 hours around the clock to try to take care of these animals so if you can volunteer if that's all you can do then that would be great just you know i'm just reminding everybody there's some 
bunch of shelter pets probably near you that really could use your help, even if it's an hour a week or or you can foster for two weeks or adopt some animals. I know it's Christmas and people get all fuzzy and warm. So if you're considering a puppy for Christmas, please consider a shelter pet. And that's my tangent. Thank you, Bobby, for letting me have that. <laughs> that's a good tangent. I did a TikTok the other day talking about Eller, who we adopted. And we, we you know, went and they, they picked her up off the street and she, Somebody had her, was fostering her in their backyard, and we go, we got her, and she was extremely, extremely aggressive. And we took her to an aggression specialist, and they were like, you'll never be able to have this dog. She'll never be able to live with the other dog. And I was like, I don't think that's the case. Like, I also grew up and didn't have and needed love, and we have worked with Eller so much, and she is the most loving. She's overly loving. She's even needy now. And so it just took a little bit of love. And so I think I was probably harder than Eller was for my wife. And Eller was pretty tough for us for a little bit. But it's, it's consistency, and I, I, I love the message. You can tangent anytime about any animals. And I think that's all. Anything else you want to say? No, I just wanted to, you know, I, I feel like I, I work a lot, so I can't always be, like, boots on the ground physically doing things with shelters. So, like, if I have 10 minutes in the morning and I could – just remind people that's what I'm trying to do. So I really appreciate y'all letting me call in. Yeah, you're welcome. Let me ask you one more question. Are you related to Adam Lambert? Somebody asked us to ask you that. No, but I think he's cool, and I've never met him. But I think he's a badass. So, right. I, I mean, maybe we are. I hope I am. The end. <laughs> go, to, go to Miranda's Instagram and be a part of this. Uh, you can go to her shows as well, but this today mostly was about helping the animals. Miranda, have a great weekend, and we will hopefully talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. A voicemail from Samantha in Las Vegas. I have a Halloweenish morning corny for you. Why don't monsters eat ghosts? They taste like sheep. <laughs> Thank you all for sharing your mornings with us. That's risky. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, funny. We're, we're borderline there. Yeah. <laughs> borderline on that one. Uh, this is Alicia. Bobby, I just went to the dermatology office for the first time in my life. I'm 41 years old. And there was an autographed picture of you on the wall in there. And I was so nervous before I got there and I looked over, I saw your face and I felt so much better immediately. To top it off, no kidding, John Mayer was playing in there. And I just started busting up laughing and I was like, okay, I'm going to be all right. So thank you. You're welcome. I was your guardian angel that day. Yeah. You were in the doctor's office? Yeah. yeah. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> Autographed picture? That's yeah, a cool. picture? I have no idea That's where she was. <laughs> I, never been, I don't think I've ever been to a dermatologist. Oh, so. you, you, should, you, you should do that. You're yeah. 42. I hear you. That's just, it just is something that I don't know about because we didn't go to dermatologists and I've not had an, like a severe issue. I know I should probably go. But yeah. I've not had a severe issue that makes me go. It just still feels like a rich person thing. Yeah. And I so know. I don't go because I don't have like a big gaping hole. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not mm-hmm. the the healthy thing to do or say. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. There's a pastor who handed out stickers to kids uh, in his youth group. I love hot youth pastors. Well, the I love saw. is a heart. Yeah, so I got in trouble. Yeah, so yeah he's, been, <laughs> yeah, he's been put on leave and he said he was trying to poke fun at the I love hot mom culture. What? There's these shirts that, you know, what I love culture hot mom. is that? Well, it's I, I don't not know. really a culture. Th- those <laughs> two cultures shouldn't be mixing. Like, I get that you know about it, but I don't think you'd mix and go, I want to be part of that. I don't know, man. Yeah, so the so, bumper sticker, the sticker said, I heart hot, hot youth pastors. <laughs> like, well, why do you have to throw in the. Why does it even exist, right? Know. Is it, unless he made it himself, why does that sticker even exist? Yeah, so what happened to him specifically? He has currently been placed on administrated leave, but I thought I'd throw this out there as a warning. If you work with kids, like, stuff like this, probably not a funny joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
listen, if he's a good youth pastor, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they use this as a lesson, you know, as a learning example, <laughs> right? And he gets to keep his job. But if they investigate this and they find out that he also loved his, yeah, uh, kids in the class, <laughs> then that's trouble. All right, what else? So I have how long it takes to actually form a solid friendship. And the ideal formula includes 11 interactions that are an average of three hours long (laughs) over a period of five and a half months. So a total of 34 hours socializing together will give you a solid friendship. I got like two friends. Mm. Well, the study suggests that most (laughs) people. That's it. I'm just like, it takes me forever. For forever. Uh, yeah, well, go ahead. Well, most people have five close shoulder to cry on friends. Hmm. I don't think I've ever. Mm, yeah, I don't. I'm not a big cry. You on don't shoulder. cry. I cried once to my wife when I was watching Ted Lasso when he when Jamie Tart was talking Probably. about his dad. And I couldn't. And I was <laughs> oh, wow, that man. was rough. That was rough, and yeah. I, I didn't have a dad. And I was like, and then sometimes I'm like, remember the time I was a wimp and cried? And she goes. <laughs> You know what? That's my favorite memory of you. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? Your fa- Of every memory we've had, that's your favorite? And she's like, yeah, because you were just like vulnerable and you didn't care. And I was like, I'm disgusted with me. <laughs> you leaned on her. Uh, all right, what else? Uh, a lady is trying to spread her mom's ashes over Alan Jackson's house, and she does not have his permission to do so. That's weird. She's no, apparently what? flying to Nashville to fulfill her mom's wishes. Why did she say anything about it? Just, just do, do it. it? Yeah. Get a, get a van, put an Amazon sticker on it, drive up, be like, here, I'm here to drop off your bottle of water, <laughs> dump the ashes in the yard, get out of town. Oh, yeah. It's not a bad idea. That's it. I trust anybody that drives up with an Amazon anything. <laughs> Somebody drives up with a bike with Amazon written on it, we're here to drop off some stuff. Come on in. <laughs> okay. You hungry? Step right up. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Well, yeah, anyway, I just thought it was a little bizarre, but her mom was a super fan of Alan. Even had yeah, a tattoo of him. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll definitely keep <laughs> okay. her out of there. Whenever my dog died that was before Stanley... Um, his name is Dusty. I took his ashes back to Austin and then crawled in people's yards where we used to live and dumped the ashes. But I didn't tell him. I just showed up. I was like, Amazon! <laughs> <laughs> but I did do that. So. All right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Harold is a captain in the U.S. Army National Guard. He's been deployed over in Iraq. But his wife is pregnant, about to give birth for the kid. I can't make it back, honey. Sorry, you got to do this on your own. So she goes to the hospital, and she's in her bed, and she gets up to go to the bathroom. And when she's in the bathroom, the nurses and doctors sneak Harold in the room. He's in his fatigues. It was a surprise all along. He's in the room, and she comes out. Ah! And then the next day, where? She gave birth to a baby boy. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Because that's a little riskier trying to get back for a birth because you can't control the birth Mm -hmm. than just getting back for a high school football game, which you know that's going to be Friday night at 7 (laughs) p.m. That baby may come at any time. So glad he was able to get back. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund 
and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. 